You're listening to the Elect That Story podcast. We're in season five. This is episode 33. The difference between power, strength, and authority. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios. Graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. It's the third of your life you spend resting so that you may live and live abundantly. Comfort King Mattress Factory, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas, delivering the perfect medicine, sleep. May I recommend a Comfort King Mattress, the quality, the service, sleep, second to none. Go to Comfort King at comfortking.net. In this podcast, I'd like to talk about the subtle differences between three words, strength, power, and authority. Now, sometimes they're used interchangeably, but there are subtle differences, right? Strength is almost always seen as a physical attribute, like massive football players who have enormous strength. Power is more used in the realm of control. For example, the person who owns the football team might not be as strong, but they have more power than the football player. Authority might be described as the coach of the football team. He is not as strong as the player, but he has been given authority over that player and all the other players. And yet authority is also a little different because authority is not as much without as within. There are football coaches who have the authority, but not the respect to the players. And then for whatever reason, the authority does not sink in. It is not valued. Another example I've been watching is around the controversy surrounding concussions in the NFL and these concussion protocols. In these protocols, people are given power to make decisions, and still it seems like some of these decisions are questionable. My idea, and I think it's a good one. In fact, if you're Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL listening right now, and he probably is, you can take this idea and you don't even have to give me credit. Every football team should have a professional mom. This woman, and I'll say her name is Alice, is trained in medical things. Maybe she's a nurse or a PA or a doctor. But more importantly, she is the mother of a football player. Doesn't have to be a player who's playing for that team. Could be a mom of somebody who's played in the past. But when there's an injury on the field, her name, let's say Alice, walks over looks into the eyes of that powerful young athlete and then makes a decision. Sorry, Jimmy, you're sitting down. And Jimmy starts to protest. Alice says, don't argue with me. You can play another time. Things are more important than this game today. And one of them is you. You. Go sit down. You can almost see the football player saying, Mom... You can see Alice at the press conference afterwards saying, I sat him down, and nobody in the press corps gives her any guff. Why? Because she has authority. Authority exists in and out of job descriptions. A friend of mine went to the hospital. The nurse that was helping him was admittedly frightened, saying, yeah, I don't really like to do these IVs. Let me see if I can find somebody else. I contrast this to an ER nurse I knew named Kelly, 
who had the ability to calm the storm just by walking into the room. The other personnel would say that the bloodier, the better. The more chaos, the more he liked it. He'd walk into the field of vision of the person who was injured, get down close to them and say with authority, don't worry, it'll be all right. And you could just see the person calm down. That was his authority. Strength wanes over time. There's no football player playing in the old age. Power corrupts. The owners of football teams and companies, politicians, all of these people can notoriously become intoxicated by the effects of power. But authority is different. It does not weaken over time, nor does it corrupt. A literal perfect example of authority, for example, would be Jesus Christ, who was never talked about as being a physically strong person, nor did he have any office of power. Yet, he had complete authority. He'd go to a synagogue and start talking. All the rabbis would sit down and say, wow, he has such authority. He had authority over sickness. Get up and walk. He had authority over weather by saying to a storm, be still. He even had authority over death. He is the ultimate authority figure. Now, you may not realize it, but you also have authority. Has anybody ever asked you, what do you think? And you wonder, what are they asking me for? The reason they are is they recognize you as having authority. Not necessarily an expert, but a person with wisdom and thereby authority. It's important for you to know that because in a world that is sometimes in turmoil, the authority that is naturally yours may be called into action. I was at a funeral. The police escort was not available. The funeral home was next to a busy street, and the funeral director, with authority, simply stepped out into the street, held out his hand, and the traffic obeyed. Now, I was a little bit alarmed that he did that, and yet... The authority that he naturally possessed somehow stopped that traffic. The authority that you possess is also needed. I don't know how or where, but you will notice this. Perhaps you'll hear somebody this next week being maligned in conversation, and with authority you'll say, don't say that, that's not fair. Your authority is needed. A little boy was abandoned by his parents, was raised by his grandparents, and then they died in a car accident. And this little boy was frightened and bewildered and sad, and nobody knew what to do. And at the funeral, an aunt walked up to him, got down on her knees, and said to him with complete authority, Would you like to come to my house and live? That little boy is older now, and just graduated from medical school just a few months ago. All those years ago, that woman's authority was never questioned. It just was. She was not physically strong. She had no lofty position of power. Yet her authority is an amazing example that I thought you'd like to hear and take courage from.
Well, that's the story. If you're really seeking a life of happiness but are unclear on just what that journey might look like, my Significance Masterclass is now available. It's a 12-week class, a blend of personal coaching, group interaction, story-led lessons, thoughtful, detailed, a powerful way to find significance and happiness, dare I say, authority for the next 20 years. Reach out to me on LinkedIn or through my website, I like that story.net. I like that story.net. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.